So I'd like to welcome today um, Sophie Careful. She's a photographer and a personal branding mentor. Um, and welcome, Sophie. Hi, thank you very much for having me. Um, so there were a couple of reasons I really wanted to talk to you as part of this series of interviews. Um, and the main one being that as I've been doing um, research calls with clients and potential clients, visibility has come up as such a massive stumbling block for people. Mm -hmm. um, and um, it's really holding them back, not just when they come to thinking about writing a book, but just as they think about growing their business more, more generally. Um, yeah. and so I thought you would be a really good person to have a conversation with um, about the specifics of being photographed, because obviously mm -hmm. that's a really literal part of being more yeah. miserable um, in your brand. Um, so um, could we maybe talk a little bit about things people can do to feel more relaxed before they're being photographed? Yeah, definitely. So yes, I completely appreciate that it's quite a daunting thing. And if you don't do it often, it is really scary. And um, it's alien to us. And until we start businesses, we don't really have a need to be in front of the camera or to have our photo taken. So um, it can feel like this like really out there, kind of daunting step. Um, so finding someone that you really have a good rapport with is going to help to ease some of those nerves, definitely. Um, if you feel like you're working with someone that you can really trust and that gets what your vision is and what you want to achieve through the pictures and someone that can kind of guide you through that as well and help you um, know how to pose and how to prepare best for the shoot and that's really going to help to um, make you feel a bit less nervous so that's something that I would definitely advise and I can give some tips a bit later on how to go about finding those people because um, that can be a job in itself um, but that's an important step to take if you want to give yourself the best chance of feeling comfortable and relaxed and looking like yourself in the pictures because that's the the thing I think we worry about is that we're not going to look like ourselves if we're very stiff and nervous we kind of um, can feel like we look awkward which is just a, a thing it's just nerves really um and practice does help and I know that's not what everyone wants to hear because they just want to just know like okay what's a magic trick I can do to suddenly feel great but the, the truth is it, it is going to take a few goes probably and um so you can sort of ease yourself in in a way by doing some DIY pictures as well um and I talk a lot on my Instagram about um how to get the best out of those situations because obviously it is different to working with a professional photographer having a friend or family member maybe take photos on on your phone for example um, but there are ways that you can feel better about doing that as well and um, help yourself to prepare. So the, the same kind of tips would apply, really, um, if you're doing DIY pictures or having a, a professional shoot. Um, and that would be the first step, really, I think, is just to be really intentional about what you want these images to portray. So have a think about what your overall mission is. So obviously, if you're, if you're taking the step to start writing a book, um, then you've got a message to share and you've got something that you want to share with the world and you've got people out there who you're trying to help. Um, so focus on what it is that you want to help those people with um, and remember why you're doing this. So if you feel uncomfortable and you, you're scared to take the step of having a photo shoot, um, then really focusing on why you're doing it and, and what the end goal is, is gonna help to suppress some of those nerves, hopefully. Um, and yeah it can help to infuse the images then with your values and the things that you care about um, and working with a professional photographer obviously they can help guide you through that kind of process um, and help you to understand what to focus on and because what your message is is ultimately going to affect everything that goes into your shoot so where you have it what time of year what you wear in the pictures who else is in the photos with you if you use props you know there's so many different elements that you can potentially include or not include to, to get across the right story um, so I'd say give yourself a good month or two before you need to have your photos done so that you can really take your time in that process and, and not feel rushed into it, but, but to have enough space and headspace to just sit down and reflect on things and 
imagine what would be your absolute dream scenario like imagine yourself imagine your book cover i guess or, or you know your author photo and think what what feelings does that um what feelings do the photos kind of emit and put across um and then think about where you might like to have the pictures that would create that feeling um and let that guide your planning process really um, just gonna catch my breath <laughs> <laughs> um, well actually whilst you're catching your breath one of the yeah. reasons i wanted to talk to you was um lots of branding photographers seem to me to talk about making their their subjects feel more comfortable on camera mm -hmm. and then i look at their portfolios and actually lots of the people don't look that comfortable they still look quite stiff or or just like they don't feel like they're being themselves um okay. and yeah. um one of the reasons that i thought you would be a good person to talk to was um I saw you talking about those kind of issues and then I looked at your portfolio and the people in your photos actually do look happy and relaxed and, and as if they are themselves. I obviously don't know them, so I don't know that yeah. you know, you've caught their authentic self. But uh -huh. um, I think, um, you know, you were talking earlier about finding a photographer who um, mm. is going to be right for you. And um, one of the things that strikes me is looking at portfolios and seeing... Yeah. Are you seeing the kinds of photos that in some way are similar to the the kind of photo that you want to have taken of yourself mm -hmm. yeah that's definitely something to look for so yes one of my points about kind of choosing the right photographer it, it's kind of twofold so it's finding people whose style you like in terms of the visual style so if you love kind of really bright and airy and vibrant highly saturated colorful pictures then somebody that has examples of that in their portfolio is someone to kind of research and look into as opposed to perhaps someone who really loves like dark and moody images so maybe they're um more done with natural light versus kind of artificial light which you can't always tell from the outside but the the final image will look different um so yeah that those are a couple of things to kind of look out for and then once you've established that because that's the main thing to kind of filter out people who are definitely not the right look for you but then when it comes to finding people who you get on with um i think the beauty of instagram is such an amazing thing now for people the fact that you know there's photographers on instagram stories chatting and sharing videos on igtv that's an absolute like gold mine if you're looking for somebody because you can instantly get a feel for them and you can tell would we get on if we hung out for a day like mm -hmm. do i find this person like enjoyable to listen to do i find them annoying you know if you do then don't put them <laughs> you want to feel like yeah you want to feel like you get on and you know you could you can see yourself chatting with them because i think you, you sort of alluded before to um when photographers say that they can help with this but then sometimes the results aren't there and i think the thing that i found to be most effective in my work is taking time so I not only arrive early before a shoot, but my shortest photo shoot is three hours long, which some people think is a really long time. And actually it's not for one thing, <laughs> it's, time flies, but also it allows us to, to pace ourselves. And I'm not gonna like, whip out my camera as soon as I get to your house, for example, and just shove it in your face and say, right, strike a pose. Like, it's not like that, it's much more laid back, really slow. And I'm, I'm talking to you probably more, more of the time than I'm actually taking photos. And I think that's what brings out those authentic portraits because it allows you to be yourself and it allows you to, allows me to capture those in between moments where we've kind of we've been having a chat and maybe I've made them laugh in some way um and I, that's the moment that I snap so um I think if you have a much shorter photo shoot than that you can find yourself being not having the breathing space to actually relax into yourself and to let your guard down um so that's I personally find that having a little bit longer together is really effective um so yes that's something 
that can help sort of put people at ease, but also, you know, create the environment that you, that you feel comfortable in. So if I'm going to somebody's house then, or if I'm doing a few different scenes and one of them is at home, we tend to probably start at home because that's where they're likely to feel most comfortable. Um, and when we do that, we can do things like putting on your favorite music, you know, putting on a scented candle, if that makes you feel relaxed, um, you know, having your dog in some of the pictures, if they make you feel like, you know, calm, um, whatever it is that makes you feel like yourself, we can do that. And that's, you know, that's really important. So the final images look like you, because if they don't, you then run the risk of not feeling like you can even share them because you think this isn't an authentic image of me. Um, and I don't feel like it represents me or my business or my brand or the message of the book. Um, so you do have to kind of make that your goal really is to, to look and feel like yourself on the day. And obviously your photographer plays a big part in that. And do you um, also advise people on um, what they might choose to wear? Yeah, so I can definitely offer some advice and I've got, you know, obviously in my portfolio, I've got lots of examples of what things that people have worn before that worked really well. Um, I also send a kind of photo shoot prep guide um, to everyone that books so that they can have a read through that and get some ideas and um, I advise people to have a little look on Pinterest and kind of gather together some ideas of things that they like. And the idea isn't that they kind of dress up as someone that they're not, because as I've just said, the most important thing is that they're authentic to you. However, you can get some ideas of the things that you like on other people that you also, you know, already wear and you might not realise that that's, you know, this shape works really well for me or I love myself in this colour, something that makes you feel confident. Um, I would say that if you're particularly unsure on that, it's really worth talking to a stylist. Um, so I've done a couple of photo shoots before where I've encouraged the person to um, have a consultation with a stylist. So I think one of them just had like a colour consultation. So they sort of hold up colours to you and, and find out what works with your complexion, which can make such a difference. It can really lift your the mood of a picture if you're wearing a colour that's really yeah elevates you and makes you look really bright and happy and exactly yourself that can make a huge difference um, and then another lady did that and then she also went on a personal shopping trip so the, the stylist actually helped her pick out pieces that she would um she'd wear in the photos and she loved it she really loved the experience and felt like she looked like the best version of herself in the pictures thanks to having that advice um so yeah i think if you're some people are more confident than others in making those decisions, but if you feel like you need a bit of support, then it's definitely worth chatting to a stylist. And when, when you do have a client who turns up on the day and they just are visibly really nervous, um, or they just, they say they're fine, but they're actually clearly really uncomfortable mm -hmm. um, in front of the lens. Um, what, what do you do at that point? How do you kind of um, get them into a more relaxed space? So we definitely ease ourselves in. So as I said, I'll kind of arrive early and then they might still be having their hair and makeup done maybe. Um, so I'll just have a cup of tea with them and kind of settle in and, and chat to them as they're going through that process. Um, and yeah, just try to kind of take it step by step. Um, something that really helps as well with feeling more relaxed is trying to get out of your head and, and into your body. So I really encourage people to move. So even before I got on this call, I was kind of standing in a power pose in my room. Um, <laughs> one of Amy Cuddy's power poses, which are supposed to kind of um, help you cultivate kind of genuine confidence um, it's not about thinking or trying to feel more confident in your mind but um, stepping into a more confident posture um, and that can make such a difference so if you're feeling if somebody's visibly kind of a bit stiff or tense or yeah really nervous um, I'll encourage them to just like shake it off so mm -hmm. um, yeah just like literally shake out your limbs um, and stand tall push your shoulders back take some deep breaths everything that you would do in any other situation that you feel nervous really um, so Yes, a lot of things that you can, if you can make a physical change in your body, it can make a lot of difference to how you feel. Um, and another thing I would say is to try not to, I know it's really hard when, when you're feeling nervous, but try not to focus on 
thinking, oh, I feel awkward. I look awkward. I hate the camera. I'm scared about this. Try instead to swap that for something positive. So for example, if you're taking photos for a book, like imagine the moment that, you know, that book is launched and it's out in the world and it's in the hands of the people who need to read it, like focus on that goal um, and how you want to feel in that moment which obviously would be much happier emotions than nerves about being on camera. Um, so yeah, focus on a positive affirmation if you can and repeat it to yourself. And I would start that practice, you know, a good month before the shoot as well, so that you're used to it and you're, you're kind of training your brain to focus on the good of, of what this is going to do for you. Um, so yeah, and then also just general kind of self-care tips, I would say, in the lead up. Um, so things that you, I hope everyone is doing anyway, but, you know, getting enough sleep, drinking lots of water, getting some fresh air every day, um, making sure that you're really looking after yourself um, in every way and, and get a nice early night before the shoot as well. Um, treat yourself to a good haircut a couple of weeks before or manicure, maybe things that make you feel good. Um, and hopefully they'll all contribute to you feeling better on the day. Okay, that's all, I think, good advice. Uh, and one thing to mention here is uh, another reason that I got in touch with you, Sophie, to, to do this interview is because you've got so many helpful resources on your blog um, laying out things about, like there's a really helpful piece on um, the different kinds of locations you can use for a photo shoot mm -hmm. and how much it would cost to, for instance, hire an Airbnb space or hire some um, kind of office space to to shoot in or, yeah. or whatever and those kind of practical details I think are really helpful for people to kind of get their head around okay what if I'm really going to do this how is it all going to work and you know how much is it actually going to cost me and what kinds of spaces could I have the photo shoot in and, and that kind of thing because uh, I know that for myself um, when I've done a photo shoot in the past it was an outdoor photo shoot which in Scotland right. is always a little bit of a gamble it's <laughs> yeah. just going to rain so hard and <laughs> um, and I wouldn't want to have a home-based photo shoot um, mm -hmm. and it hadn't particularly occurred to me that you, to hire a space to do it in so mm -hmm. um, I think those kinds of ideas just help people to to make it all a bit more kind of concrete in their head feel a bit more doable because sometimes mm -hmm. it's not just the being on camera it's just that this whole concept is something they haven't if you've never done it yeah before, definitely it's a lot of logistics yeah absolutely <laughs> Um, and so I know that as well as doing the photography, um, you also do, um, mentoring with people one-to-one. -one. Um, so what kinds of things do you work on with people when you do that? Um, all sorts of really. So I kind of launched it as it's, um, well, it's called brand mentoring, I suppose, but it's also, it falls under the kind of digital marketing umbrella as well, I suppose, cause that's something that is kind of my area of expertise. Those are the jobs that I had before I started my business and obviously working in branding photography, you know, it still is a big part of my job. Um, so yeah, a lot of the things I help people with are, you know, similar issues that we've been talking about, kind of getting used to visibility and putting ourselves out there and getting across the message that we want to get across. So being a little bit more intentional perhaps about that. Um, whereas um, some of the people that I worked with might have started a business from something that they really love and enjoy, but they're not necessarily like that geared into the kind of business side of things. And they just need a bit of support getting used to those things. Um, and yeah, using social media with confidence, things like that. But equally, I've, you know, one of the ladies that I worked with over the last couple of months, um, through our discussions and, and the session that we had, she, it came up that she was basically lacking rest, really. She was working so hard, so many hours and hadn't really... 
um, wasn't giving herself a lunch break, hadn't had a holiday in a really long time. Um, so it, it sort of transpired that that's what we ended up, I ended up supporting her with. So I'm happy to say, I think she's actually on holiday right now. She's gone away Yay. for the first time in ages, which I'm so pleased about because sometimes that is what we need is rather than focusing on the business and doing more and more, it's actually taking a step back and having a rest and giving your creativity the space to kind of replenish. Um, so that was really interesting to see. I didn't kind of anticipate what each person would need help with, but it kind of comes out of our discussions and um yeah i'm trying to think what else some people were either relaunching their website or just launching a website to begin with you know from scratch and just needed some help with thinking about okay what's the what's a um a logical customer journey how am i going to guide people through this website so that they do what i want them to do which is to either you know book a consultation or um sign up to the email list or whatever the action is you want people to take helping to guide people through that through the design and um the wording that's on the website as well so i've helped people with that as well it's been really fun and if somebody does want to hire you as a photographer, I think you're based in the southwest. Aren't you down in yes, the I'm near Exeter at the moment. Yeah, um, but um, I know that something that <laughs> for some reason hasn't really crossed my mind is obviously just because you're based somewhere doesn't mean you have to do all your work there. So do you travel a fair amount for work or are you very local in the work that you do? I do travel. Yeah, so I actually started my business in Bristol and even even then, so I've moved away about eight months ago um, and I'm going back eventually, but um, I'm just down here for sort of a year-ish. And um, yes, even when I was in Bristol, I did start to, I think through Instagram, to be honest, started to get inquiries from all over the country. Um, so I have worked all over. In fact, tomorrow I'm driving to Nottingham for a shoot. Um, so yeah, I'm kind of all over the place and I've done a few jobs in Europe as well which has been really exciting and hopefully there's more of that to come this year as well um, but yes I'm, I say on my website you can either come to me in Exeter if you want to and like you mentioned we can hire a space um, perhaps an Airbnb or some sort of meeting room or office space or something depending what your brand is and what, what look you're going for or the beach if that's the right thing um, and then I could also meet you in the middle between us or I can come literally to where you're based um, so we'll kind of talk um, as I mentioned we'll when somebody inquires, I have a phone call and then I send them a questionnaire and through that we'll kind of decide okay, what's the most important thing that we want to get across in these photos and therefore which which locations and venues would align with that. Um, and then, yeah, we'd go from there. Okay, well, thank you very much. Um, and uh, when this uh, interview goes out, um, I will be linking to your website and Instagram so that people can um, follow you and get, get tips in either of those um, two locations. Is there anywhere else that people um, should be looking out for you or are those the two best places to find you? Those are the two best places, yeah. So I was going to mention that on my website, I've got a new thing on there at the moment, which is a free five-day email guide. So if you go to sophiecareful.co.uk, there's a thing on there that you can sign up. Um, and it covers some of the things we talked about today, actually, but it might be nice to kind of see it written down and you receive one email every day for five days, just um, yeah, talking you through how to best prepare. So it's called a brilliant uh, guide to brilliant brand photos, um, but it's really geared to kind of taking your own photos um of yourself i mean rather than kind of anything else um and also working with the photographer so getting the most out of that and feeling like your most confident self and um having pictures that you really love so you can promote your business and um yeah put yourself out there that sounds ideal okay um well thank you so much for your time today sophie and you. Um, yes here's to more people having better photos <laughs> yeah <laughs>